All right, good morning, good luck. Let uh, us get going. Today's daf is daf pay bays. In the Heligam Meseches Gittin, we pick up with the brand new parak, ninth and final parak of Meseches Gittin as we come down the home stretch. Fascinating daf, fascinating parak. The primary topic of today's daf is going to be, is it possible to divorce or marry a woman with strings attached? Which, what, what is, in what way are the strings attached? I don't necessarily make it a complete divorce. So let's look at the divorce scenario. A man says to his wife, Behold, you are, you are um, permitted. He gives her a get. To marry any man besides for Yankel. That's one scenario when it comes to get. Is that effective? Now the Torah says you need to get creases. It has to be a cutoff. So if it's not a complete cutoff, is that a divorce? And we know that all halachas agitin naturally will apply to kedushim, the yatsa Therefore, is it possible for me to walk over to a woman and say, Hareat mekudeshes li, behold you are mekudesh and you're set aside unique for me besides for yanko. In other words, you're also mutter to marry yanko. You're married to me and you're still mutter to marry yanko. Is such a kinyan, is such an acquisition, shayich, is it possible? Okay? So, we're not giving any halachas yet, just food for thought. That's the topic. Let us get going. Zokt the Mishnah. Hamagari says, somebody divorces his wife, and he says to her, You're permitted to everybody, but for, but for Yankel. Now, this is a very vague, I shouldn't say very vague. It's not such a clear expression, right? We're not saying chutz. But maybe Ella could mean chutz. Chutz means except for. He says, behold, you're permitted to marry everybody, but for Yaakov. So what's going on over here? Zok the Mishnah, Rebbe Lezer Matir, Rebbe Lezer says, Kachava. So it seems to be, it's a valid divorce. It's a get. She's mutter to marry anybody besides for Yankel. She's mutter. Nacham say, no. She's still ushered to the rest of the world. Ketzad Yaseh. So now the Mishnah is asking for some advice. If you did this, so what's the Eitzah? What could we do? So the Mishnah says, Take the get back from her, give it back, then hand it to her again. And make sure to specify, so usually you don't need to say things. Over here, you have to counteract your original statements. Over here, You have to say, But if you wrote inside of it, the, that your mutter to everybody besides Yankel, even if you take it back and you erase the Elul Yankel, still it is not going to be a kosher get. Okay, so again, what the Mishnah say, if somebody says to his wife, you are, I'm handing you a get, and I say, you are permitted to everybody besides for Yankel, Machlekes between Rebbe Liezer and the Chachamim, everybody agrees to counteract the issue, what should you do? Take back the get and say the, the opposite of what you originally said. However, if it's written to the body of the get, there's nothing you can do. You're going to have to write a brand new get. Okay? Says the Gemara, let's ask a question searching for information. Hi, Ella. This that we said, but for Yankul. What does Ella mean? Chotzu. Ready? There's Geshmak Alam Deshashai Lechever. Let's get ready for this. It's going to get into the Kishkas of things. Does it mean besides for Yankul? Ay Almanasu. Ready? 
Or am I saying you're permitted to marry everybody, conditional, you don't marry Yankul? Now remember, we had opinions earlier in the Masechda, if you could make a condition, the get is effective on this condition. I could say to a woman, behold, but it's conditional, you give me $200. That's going to be a total valid get. That's not called a lack in crisis. That's not a lack in separation. Once you fulfill the condition, it's a valid get. So when we say but for, doesn't mean chutz, which is going to passel the whole thing up. Or do we say, no, it just means conditional that you don't marry uncle. And then it would still be a complete valid crisis, it's a complete valid separation. That is the Shiloh. The Gemara is now going to detail the two sides of the question. Chutzu doesn't mean that you're permitted to everybody besides for Yankul, and that's the case where we have Machlikas in the Mishnah, to Hashayalei Beget, because over here there's a little piece lacking built into the get. It's not a complete crisis, it's chutz. It's not a complete crisis. But let's say you would have used a, an expression of conditional you don't marry uncle. My delay, the Rabbana would agree that it's a kosher get. Like a regular stipulation of any get. So that's one side, one approach. Or or perhaps. Maybe you're permitted to everybody. means... Conditional, you don't marry uncle. And it's punked mamish in this situation. We are Rebbe Lazar Rabbanon argue that we're still going to say conditional, say the Chachamim, it's not a valid get. When it comes to divorcing a woman except for uncle, everybody would agree. Even Rebbe Lazar would agree to the Chacham, it's not a valid get. The Hashayel of a get. Because it's not a complete crisis. So that's the Shiloh here. When the Mishnah uses an expression of behold your permitted to everybody, is it mean on conditional marrying or does it mean except for him? You're not divorced as far as he's concerned. Practical ramifications, why do we care? Right? It's a curiosity question, meaning that we're not challenging anything, we're looking for clarity over here. But the, the ask for clarity is going to have major halachic ramifications because it's got, we have to understand where exactly is there a machlaikas in the Mishnah. So here we go. Amar Ravina. Ravina says he's going to try to answer Toshma. Come and listen. We're now going to um, bring down a Mishnah that has to do with Tzoras. And the only connection is the expression. Okay, the, again, the chutz, the ella. So here we go. Kol habotim, all homes, mitamim b'negom shalayvdei gechav. It is. All homes could become tamei tzaras, ella, but for shalayvdei gechav. The same expression of ella. All homes could be mitamei, but for the homes of non-Jews. Okay, let's explain. Iyam repishlema chutz, hushapir. If you're going to say that it means except for, besides for. Okay, you say it like this. If the home is owned by a Yid, it's a Ras. If it's owned by Avayitzkechavim, it's not Saras. What is it? Chveis, it's a mark. Yeah, some strange thing growing on the walls. Eli, Amar, Amanasu, Briv, going to tell me that Ella means conditional. Does that make any sense? Let, let's reread it before the Gemara explains this to us. Let's figure this out on our own. Let's read the Mishnah. Kola, Batim, Mitamim, Benigam. All homes are have tamei saras. 
on condition, Ella, on condition, on condition that a non-Jewish home is not Tzaras. Or Tzaychus. Does that make sense? So let's read into this. Do you mean to tell me that on condition that an home is, is not Tommy? That makes the home of a year Tommy? If let's say the Allah would be that a house does become Tommy, that's not going to make any sense. We're teaching us a halacha here. Yeah? What, 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 I don't understand. And furthermore, but the other me metame. We know that house of Echav is not tummy. Fatania, we learned in the Bible. So when I sat the Nagat Saras, but base Eretz Achuz Atzchem, Saras is on your Achuz. That means it has to be owned by a yid for there to be Saras. Eretz Achuz Atzchem Betamidigam, Vein Bati Avad Gacham Betamidigam. So there's no conversation here about having a condition of the halacha of Avad Gacham. So there's no way, no how that the word Ella can mean conditional. Rather, it must mean Chutz. It must mean besides for Ella Shmamina Chutzu Shmamina. Okay, so period, let's pause here for a moment. We're going to call this the Lishna Kamba, the first approach to understanding the Mishnah. Again, we said if somebody says to his wife, behold, you're, you're permitted to marry everybody besides for, uh, I'm sorry, not besides for, he says Ella, but for Yankul. Does that mean on condition you don't marry Yankul, or does it mean except for Yankul? says, it's got to mean except for. The word Ella has to mean except for. What's the Raya? How do we know it means it means except for from the Mishnah, because you use the same expression by the Mishnah of Saras. Okay. Now the Mishnah is going to have a Lishna Basra. Now the Gemara is going to have a Lishna Basra, another approach. And we're actually going to come out in an opposite direction. So here we go. Our Mishnah does not seem to be in sync with the following Tana, the following author, the Tana we learned in Abraham. Where he says, you're divorced, you're divorced, everybody, except for Pliny. So here you see the word chutz. It's explicit. Okay? And our Mishnah said, it said, Ella, here we're using the word chutz. When you say chutz, everybody agrees, she's not divorced. You can't tell a woman you can marry everybody but not him. No. Aman so where's there a machlekes between Rebbe Eliezer and the Chum in our Mishnah? When the husband divorces his wife, and he says, When you specifically make a condition, and I say, listen, here's the condition. Rebetzin, you're divorced on condition that you don't marry Yankul. Top of Amadez. Over there, Shabbat Lazar Matri Lechol Adam Chotz Meisayish. Rabbah says, Besader. No. Conditions still allow divorces to be effective, as she just follows the condition. It's still considered a complete crisis. The Chom Meisim, the Chom say, No. You can't make this type of condition. My time is Rabbi Lazar. What's the reason for Rabbi Lazar that it's a valid get? He says, Like any stipulation that's attached to a get, and all you got to do is fulfill the stipulation, and it'll be a valid get. Shalom al Yisrael, no problem. Rabban and the Rabban say no. The Rabban say, you should know, a regular condition is okay to make. But here there's a problem. You know why? By every other st- stipulation, has no shaykhist to removing her ability to marry, a cre- to, to getting in the way of a crisis. I say to her like this, it's an effective divorce if you give me money. 
It's an effective divorce if you fly to Timbuktu. Okay, so she goes to Timbuktu, condition is met, give out. But over here, where the con- built into the condition is you can't marry Yanko, forget about it. That's not an option. It's an R Mishnah. When we say Allah, it's referring to Chutz. My time, Rabbi Yazir, Amar Rabbi Yana, Mishum Zaki Nechad, Amar Krosh, Tate and Pusik. The Yatsmi base of Ochav Aisalishacher. When she's divorced, she leaves this house and she's permitted to marry another man. All you need to divorce her is that you say Haram Muteras only Tianko. You understand? He says, as long as she's mutter to marry somebody, one person, you can ask her to the whole world, but one other person, that's effective. For Abanon army time to blaze high ish. What does it mean ish? Lachol ish ish. No, you got to be mutter to every individual. Okay. Period. Rabbi Yechinan Amar. Rabbi Yechinan says time with Rabbi Yezer mehachem. The reason for Rabbi Yezer is from here. Veisha grusha meisha leikachu state in pusuk that a kohen is not allowed to marry. A divorcee, if you let his gasha ella may isha. This is true if the um, if the wife of the kayan was divorced only from her husband, but not muttered every other man. Lifts the magunu, she becomes possible from kahuna alma havegita. You see, it's going to be a gap for a bunny surah, but kudashana, they say no. Even there's a unique halacha that we're strict on by kahanim that if a husband gives his wife this type of get, even though it's not really an effective get, it's still going to consider her to be a divorcee. Hence, if he were to die afterwards, she does not have a status of a widow. Again, Gzera Drabonan, we've, we've, we've come across this concept earlier. Okay. Period. End of that, uh, end of that clarification. Here we go. Now, Rabbi Abba is going to shift the conversation from divorce to marriage, like we said in our opening remarks. And that is, this conversation, this shayla that we have about Gittin, if he says, you are permitted to everybody but for Yankul, Machoikas, Rebbe Liazra, and the Chachamim, okay? Is that same conversation going to apply to marriage if a man walks over to a woman and says, you are set aside, you are Makudish for me, Except for Yanko, you can still mutter to Yanko, that's going to be what's Allah there. So, by Rav Abba, when it comes to Kedushin, what is the Allah? See, by the Rebbe, we have a Shalom according to Rebbe Yazer, see, by the Rabbanon, and we have a Shalom, see, by the Rebbe Yazer, we have a Shalom, see, that's Rebbe Yazer, I can't come, Rebbe Yazer, Hachel, Mishum, Dixi, According to Rebbe Yazer, we have Psukim that are written, giving, bringing back up. Specifically by Gittin, specifically by divorce. Avahosam, when it comes to marriage, maybe you need a complete acquisition. You mamish need to acquire all her rights in marriage. And hence, even Rebbe Yezer, although he holds that it would be a valid get if you use the word Ella, he would not agree that it's going to be a valid condition if you use the word Ella. He's going to say that it's not valid. There's no such thing as saying, Hareyat Mukudeshes Li. Or however you're marrying her, bishtarzu. It's it's not going to work because it needs to be a complete acquisition. I don't want. Or perhaps v'yatsavahisa. We have the the classic zereshava of v'yatsavahisa, which means any halacha applies by gitin is going to apply by kedushin, and therefore Rabbi Yazar will be consistent with his reasoning both by divorce and by marriage. That's the shaila. According to so Rabbi Abba is asking shaila fishitas Rabbi Eliezer. 
Now let's get into the opinion of the Rabbonin, again, who say that it's not a valid get when you use the word, uh, when you use the word Ella. So we have a Shaila according to them too. Shibay the Rabbonin, we could also ask the Shaila again if somebody says to a woman, you're married to me, and set aside, but you could still marry uncle. It's also Shailah Vishitas Rabbanon. Why? Maybe the Rabbanon say it's not a valid by getting because you need a complete crisis, need a complete separation. by marriage, maybe all you need to do is acquire a little bit. And once you acquire a little bit of a rights to marriage, that's enough. I don't want the advice, or maybe not. Maybe Imam says, yeah, you, you compare the halachas. So the basar di boyle hadar poshte. After Vaba asked his question, he gave an answer and he said, "Bein the Rebbe Lezer, bein the Rabbanon, beinan viatzavahisa." Fascinating, and that is the same machlekes that we have when it comes to divorce. Is it an effective divorce when you say harei muteres the chaladam chutz meyanko? Is that same machlekes is going to apply when you say the woman harei mukudeshesli ella meyanko? Same machlekes. Okay, beautiful. Let's pause. Let's take a step back, Kevin. All right. So now that we've clarified that our, the whatever status we're establishing our Mishnah in by Gitin is going to apply to marriage, the Gemara now is going to, in classic Gemara fashion, going to take this halacha to the bank. What do you mean take it to the bank? We're going to take it and apply it to other halachas in Shas. And we're going to get now into... Dina Yavamas. Again, Dina Yavamas. In Mesachis Yavamas, the Chachamim, or we'll call it the uh, the uh, Amiram, the Gemara, struggles with a tr- struggles to understand a specific case, and that case is. Is it possible? For there to be a wife of two men. Now why are we struggling to find a wife of two men? Because the Gemara makes a drush. The verse in the Torah says, by Hukas when you have a couple that's married, a brother who's married, umes echad mehem, and one of the brothers die, she becomes a Shemeris Yavam for the other brothers. So Chazal make a drasha, and they say, oh, when one of the brother dies, when one husband dies, she's a Yavama. When both of her husbands die, though, this is going to be the assumption, the diuk, the inference. When two husbands die, then she's not a Yavama. So Gemara struggles. How do you find two husbands to one woman? How's it shaykh? How you gonna have? She's the widow of one of them. What does that mean? She's not married. Even if she, even if she's married to one brother who dies childless, she then marries another brother, and that brother dies childless. She was never married to both of them at the same time. She's still not considered a wife of two husbands. So what's the case? So you want to figure it out in Yavamas that the way to be a a uh, Yavama of two men is in the following scenario. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi are brothers. Okay. Ruvain's married to Rachel. Ruvain dies. Childless. 
Shimon goes ahead and does something called mimer. Mimer is that he doesn't make a complete yibum. You need bia for a complete yibum. He gives her money and he sets her aside uniquely for him so that Levi cannot come and do yibum. It's mimer. So then the Rabbana, the Rabbana created, it's kind of like an erison. He's creating a starka erison on his yibum. So the Gemara says, in such a case, if let's say Shimon, who did Mimer, dies, that's going to be the case of her not becoming a Yavama Talevi. That's a case where two brothers who are married to her simultaneously, now she's not really married to them simultaneously because her first husband she was biblically married to, the second husband she was rabbinically married to, but it's still called two husbands. Why? Because Shimon's marriage didn't take over the first marriage yet. She didn't do a, Shimon didn't do a complete evil. Hence, Ruvain's marriage is still considered in play. He did a mimer, he did an erison. So the halach is, Umeisachamayam teaches me, Ruvain died, Shimon did mimer and died. Does she fall to Levi? No. She's a wife of two husbands. That's how the Gemara mutchers and figures out a case of a wife of two men. Now, the Gemara is over here, and getting peybeis on the is going to explain based off of based off of our halacha how you can find another scenario where you have a woman who's a yavama to two husbands that are considered her husbands simultaneously. How do we find such a case based upon our halacha that we just established? So here we go. Follow along. It's gishmak. Omar Abai. Abai says, "Imtim If Rabbi Abba is correct in that we're dealing with a case of Erisin, Baruvein, in the following case where Ruvain comes, Vikitsha Chutzmi Shimon, and he says, Ruvain says to Rachel, Behold, you are married to me besides for Shimon, which means you're still mutter to marry Shimon. You're separated from the whole world, except Shimon. Uba Shimon, and Shimon comes, Vikitsha Chutzmi Ruvain, and he he can marry her too because she's available to him, him and him alone. So he says to her also, "Behold, So he's also agreeing that she could be Ruvain's husband. Oh, so what's that? What's the case now? If such thing is shaykh, you have two husbands, and they both die. Over here, you're going to have a case of. Two husbands, even if they're brothers, and she's mutter to Levi. Shouldn't I call her the wife of two husbands? Or not? Fascinating. Says the Gemara, I don't call her the wife of two husbands. One second. My time, why not? It must be. If we're not gonna, if the Gemara didn't come up with this case of this being a case where she has two husbands, it's got to be that Shimon's second marriage was not an effective marriage, and since it's not an effective marriage, she's only married to Ruvain. Now she's only married to Ruvain. There's one husband, and lady could do evil. The Ella, but how can I turn this case Taka into a wife of two husbands? See, so here we go. For example, Shabbat Ruven says, but you can still marry Shimon. Okay. 
Ubos Shimon, so Shimon goes and marries her. So far, so good. He could do that according to Ruvain's statement. Stan. But when he marries her, get ready for this. He doesn't say, now that he marries her, and he doesn't say she can stay married to Shimon, you know what's happening? He just marries her, Pushit. So what's happening is, she's usher to Ruvain because of the second marriage. The Kedusha Ruvain, Ruvain's marriage, Asserted her to everybody besides for Shimon, and Shimon's marriage, Mikdusha Shimon, Ahani, the Messer, Uven, and Shimon's marriage went ahead and asserted her on Ruven. Boy, Abai, Abai asked a question searching for information. If a man says, This wife called you married to everybody except for these two guys, and then he says, oh, You're mutter to Ruven and Shimon. She's giving her a get. And he says, you can marry everybody besides for Reuven and Shimon. But then when he hands her the gate, he says, that Reuven and Shimon. Mao. What's Allah? The question is, what did he mean when he said Reuven and Shimon? Is he adding them also? So now it's a complete get? Do we say, this that he originally didn't want her married to Reuven and Shimon. Now he's permitting her to marry. Or perhaps, or is he saying, you're only permitted to Reuven and Shimon and nobody else? Or is he saying, you're permitted to everybody else? And he still also Reuven and Shimon. Imtim Sulaimar, and if you're going to say top of tomorrow's daf, that he, again, he originally gave her again and said, You're permitted to everybody besides Ruvain and Shimon. And then when he hands her again, he says, Ruvain and Shimon. If you're going to tell me that means he's including them and it's a complete divorce. The Ruvain Maho, what if he only said Ruvain when he handed her the get? The Ruvain Huvu Adin the Shimon, does he mean Ruvain to include Shimon? Why did he just mention Ruvain to remind her of both Ruvain and Shimon? I double Ruvain, of course, it means specifically to Ruvain that he's permitting her to marry, and hence she's not divorced. Because there's still Shimon with strings attached. And if you're going to tell him he's only coming to allow her to marry Ruvain and not Shimon, what if he says, and what if he mentions when he hands her the get, Shimon? Does he mean to include Ruvain in that? And if, why is he mentioning Shimon instead of Reuven? If Shimon second is because that was the last name that he mentioned, so he's including Reuven in that statement. I don't want the Shimon Davka. By Ravashi, Rashi has another question. What if he says, your, your, um, your mother even to Shimon when he hands her the get? Okay, originally he wrote, you're permitted to everybody, or he said, he said, you're permitted to everybody besides Reuven and Shimon. And then he says, oh, even to Shimon. After Reuven, is that including Reuven? I don't want the Shimon which the Gemara answers, Teku, we're unsure, the, uh, we're, we're unsure what the answer is to this question. The questions remain standing, period. We will hold it here for today. Bezim, tomorrow we will pick up with Tanu Rabbanon and Daf Pei Gimel. Have a wonderful, beautiful week, everybody.